Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Joining us right now, my guy Max Goodman. It's been a while. Max Goodman writes for your New York Yankees, covering the Yankees for NJ Advance Media, NJ.com. He's a former baseball player himself. And like I said before the break, this guy's like 6'7. How tall are you, Max? Welcome to the fan. Thanks for having me, Keith. I'm actually 6'6, six six, but uh, if, if you want to round up, that's totally fine with me. I'm giving you judge height. Um, I'm, I'm, you're tall as judge. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're uh, we're planning a couple of you know behind the scenes basketball games with some of the the beat writers this spring. Uh, Gary Phillips, Chris Kirshner, Brendan Cuddy, and I we're going to try to get some runs in. Hopefully, oh, if you need an extra guy, I don't write any articles, but I could run point for you. Hell, you know, <laughs> hit me up. Hell yeah, I would love to slide through. They're going to be like, no, you can't bring in a radio host. No, we'll totally have you. I mean, we're we're all washed up. I haven't taken a basketball shot in years but uh it would be fun to you know that's the beauty of spring training right because you get to do a couple different things you enjoy the weather you go get your pub subs and uh it, it's a blast for for those six weeks i'm not down there just yet as, as i know you mentioned before i came on but i will be there soon yeah i played in uh hoboken intramurals one game for like zog sports last year and i played with all people that like played college basketball and they could tell i played college football i traveled a couple of times and they were like yo you can't catch the ball and run with it i'm like I'm trying to just run through everybody. <laughs> Back to the conversation at, at hand. We're talking baseball tonight because I feel like it's time, right? Football is done and basketball is on break. I know we got hockey going, but, like, this is the time of year. Pitchers and catchers reported yesterday, and we're starting to get all the iPhone videos from the people down there. We're starting to get all the quotes, and everybody's talking, right? All the reporters are asking the questions, and the Yankees, man, the Yankees talk that talk better than anybody when it comes to what's going to happen this year and you know the promise for this year so you know something I was talking about last night was that like everything went wrong last year I even went back and like broke down certain games and and stretches and went and looked at the lineup and laughed at like you know that day we were counting on Willie Calhoun that day Josh Donaldson Billy McKinney and you know this guy was in the lineup so um, speak about covering the team last year, and I know you've been covering the team for multiple years, but speak about how last year just clearly was an outlier, and you don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe you expect it to happen again, but I don't expect it to happen again. No, I mean, I don't think that they're necessarily, but my, my prediction, I guess, as of right now is is that the Orioles are the better team. I know that they face some some injury news today over in, uh, in Sarasota at Orioles camp, but I think the Yankees are a playoff team as of now. They've made quite a few improvements this offseason. Maybe it's not quite a finished product, and that's why I give them you know, a little under a, an A-minus 
uh, maybe a B plus for for the offseason grade, uh, just in terms of the, the questions with their pitching staff. But yeah, last year was was wild. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong did. And really, other than Garrett Cole and, and Glaber Torres was their most consistent hitter the whole season. Um, it was that perfect storm in the worst way possible. And I know that this team does have injury adversity routinely, you know, all the way back to 2019, which is before I started covering the team. But that was that next man, next man up mentality. I mean, last year I had to compare to that. And, and you lose so many guys that you're counting on. A lot of the vets that the Yankees are relying on didn't produce. Some of the youngsters, you saw those growing pains and, and everybody in between as well. So, you know, what, what the Yankees are good at is bringing the best out of bullpen arms. And we saw that last year. Their bullpen was, was great for much of the season, best ERA in the league, as much as they, they, they weren't as tremendous at the end of the year. But, yeah, you come into this spring and there are quite a few question marks, Keith, and, and I think you could see a team that wins the division, but you could also see a team that's, that's hanging around in the bottom of the wild card race. Yeah, you mentioned something that made me think about Boone. It's, it's the last year of his contract, and uh, 2019 was the next man up year I remember I called it replaced for 28 because we had to replace all the players and we were winning with replacements and a lot of people talked about Aaron Boone that year as potentially manager of the year I, I believe Rocco Baldelli won um with the twins and uh you know I, I think that this past year was just a year where it's like you know you can't do that every year you can't like Boone doesn't get to pick the team and he can only work with who he has but, man, imagine this year he has a healthy team. I think Boone is a, is a guy that can lead the Yankees where they need to go. What do you think about Aaron Boone and the pressure of his last year with this guy? And also, can you speak to how you think the players receive him? And I, I know that the players love him. I know they want to play for the guy. Well, first off, I, I agree with you. I think that as much as blame can be placed on everybody throughout the organization last year, a lot of it does go to the front office because even before the injuries, I did think that it was a flawed roster and the construction wasn't necessarily there to take them to where they, they want and are supposed to go and where the expectations are, and that's, that's a championship. Uh, speaking to the guys in that clubhouse and, and seeing how they act, it, it seems like they all really do like Boone. I mean, he's a player's manager. He's not going to go out there and rip one of his guys. It's very rare if he's going to do that and talk negatively about his team. You know, you'll see him slam a table every once in a while, and, and he, he can be critical, but he is going to say what's best for his players, especially when he's uh, communicating with us. And he's under a lot of pressure. You, you said it. It's his contract year. They bring in Brad Ausmus as the new bench coach, a guy who's, who's got some big league managerial experience. I don't know if he's you know, going to be bred to be the replacement. I think if, if the Yankees had their druthers, they, they'd be able to keep Boone around and he'd lead them to some success this year. But yeah, I mean, he's, He's got eyes on him, that's for sure, this year. Because if they get out to a really slow start, as much as maybe a lot of it's out of his control, someone's going to need to be the scapegoat after they didn't make those kinds of changes at the end of last year. Yeah, I think Boone is in line to be the fall man if this goes left. And you mentioned Brad Ausmus being there. I think that helps. I think it, it helps to have a guy with managerial experience. And then also we're going to be watching the Yes Network post game with uh, our guy Joe Girardi there as well. So it's a big year, but good, man. Um you know, pressure makes diamonds, but pressure also bursts pipes. And, uh, you know, I'm hearing Marcus Stroman talk today, and I know that he's a guy that, you know, he claims he wants the spotlight and the pressure, but I'm a guy that just worries about all of the talking and the social media and all of the, like, reversing from where you were a couple years ago. 
I, I just hope that he's healthy. What are you expecting to see out of Marcus Stroman on the field? Um, I, I'm hoping that he's ready to go. He, he talked about today being the third starter and being the guy in line to open up uh, Yankee Stadium on April 5th against the Blue Jays. I like the, the Stroman move. I think that him being a sinker baller, able to keep the ball on the ground and induce weak contact is going to be valuable uh, for someone that's pitching you know, half of his starts at Yankee Stadium. Um, he does have an attitude when he's out there, right? He plays with his heart on his sleeve, and he's going to leave it all out there. And I think that there's room for that on this team and in this clubhouse. Someone that, you know, he was talking down in Tampa today about how he got chills when he heard from Brian Cashman that he was going to be a Yankee. This is his team from when he was growing up. And, you know, they, the two of them moved on from the, the beef that they had a couple of years back. And Roman's been in a couple different uniforms. He's been an all-star. He struggled. Uh, maybe this is a place where he can, you know, really find his groove again and, and distinguish himself as that number two behind Cole. Cause I don't know if you'll probably ask me also about the rest of the rotation. We don't know what we're going to get in terms of what uh, Rodon is going to do and what Cortez is going to do. So the Yankees would love to have Stroman uh, get back to that near the top rotation type of form. And, you know, he's showing up to camp in a you know, world series hat. I think it was one of the, the dynasty teams with Jeter, one of those logos. Yeah, 96. And, you know, yeah. he's uh, posting on Instagram that he's locking in for the season. And, you know, sorry if I don't get back to you, but uh, I'm, I'm locked in. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's great. It shows that he's committed. But, you know, as, as Aaron Boone will say all the time, you know, the Yankees have to go out there and prove it. And Stroman's one of those guys also that, that had his injuries uh, last season, wasn't always the all-star form that we've seen from him in the past. And there are those off the field concerns like uh Alex Verdugo is, is a similar case as well so we'll see how they drive in the clubhouse and if he's able to keep that sinker humming I think he's going to do pretty well we're joined right now by Max Goodman Yankees beat reporter for NJ advanced media nj.com uh Max when do you head down to Tampa when are, when are you down there to start your work later this month and I'm still working up up here remotely it's just uh I won't be joining my, my colleagues, Randy Miller and, and Bob Clappish, until the end of the month. All good. Yeah, I won't be down there until late in March. And, I mean, with social media, like I said, we get all the videos of the bullpen sessions and uh, we get all the alerts and updates and everything else uh, that we need to see. I ask because I'm waiting on Juan Soto. I'm waiting on the Juan Soto footage. I'm waiting on the Juan Soto conversation. I know what Cole's going to say. I know what Cashman's going to say. I didn't know what Stroman's going to say. But, uh, you know, we get a lot of talk about Juan Soto here, and I think it's really two things, right? People are already jumping the gun. They're jumping past this entire season, and they're jumping into, is he going to stay? How are they going to keep him? You know, are they going to be able to pay him? And I think we got to just take this thing day by day and uh, realize that Juan Soto is one of the best players in the game. What do you think his impact is going to be? Obviously, we can all answer that, but I want to hear from you. His impact in the lineup as well as in the clubhouse. Like, this is an all-star. This is a superstar. This is a guy that has played internationally, like he is uh, one of the faces of baseball. He gets compared to Ted Williams. I think that, you know, him coming into the clubhouse with the likes of Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole and some of the other star players, iron sharpens iron and, you know, high tide raises all ships. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, just listening to what uh, Cole was saying today, that, that you know, he's faced quite a few hitters in his career, and, and he thinks that, Soto has, you know, the best knowledge of the strike zone of anyone that he's come across. And I think that I'm particularly excited to both watch and also write about Soto's plate discipline. I think really the only way to describe 
the production that he's had. And he's, he's, he's not too old, right? I mean, he's been around for a long time, but, but he's just scratching the surface. And that, that word is generational. And when you're in the same conversation as Ted Williams, like you said, but so many other all-time greats, and, and there's even more room for him to grow. And I know that, you know, he's a lefty slugger. He's going to do even better at Yankee Stadium. I don't think he's going to have – maybe he hits a career high in terms of home runs, but I don't think it's going to be necessarily just a power season. I think he's going to be the, the trigger for them in this lineup in terms of starting rallies, getting on base, spraying doubles into left center at Yankee Stadium, maybe, maybe legging out some triples, doing some damage in all of those different AL East ballparks that the Yankees are playing in routinely. And, yeah, I mean – Greatness brings out greatness from other folks. And, and the issue with the Yankees lineup last year was that it was isolated success. And they were never really firing on all cylinders together. And that's the M.O. of the Yankees when you think of their, their best years. It's a lineup that is just so treacherous for opposing pitchers to get through. So, man, if, if D.J. LeMahieu is able to build on the second half last year and it's D.J., Juan Soto, and Aaron Judge to start off a lineup, I mean, that has the potential to be – you know, top three in, in all of baseball. I know that the Dodgers and the Braves come to mind as, as other lineups that have just dominant starts, but you got to have the whole lineup playing at their best as well. And that's why it's important that Stanton bounces back. Uh, Volpe takes a step forward. How's Austin Wells going to do with more playing time? Uh, Austin, Anthony Rizzo, is he, is he clearing a, from, from what happened last year? So, so it's going to take a, a village for them, but, but Soto is, is huge. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and this is also jumping the gun, but I think the biggest thing that Juan Soto provides is a proven postseason bat. Like, when we get to October, we know what this guy did with the Nationals. We know what he did on the World Series stage. He He's going to do that again. But to get there, you got to have the pitching. And the cliche is you can never have enough pitching. And I think most Yankee fans are worried about, uh, you know, the Yankees' rotation. There's a lot of question marks. We don't know what Rodon and Nestor and Stroman are going to be and – uh, Clark Schmidt in the second year, and uh, what do you think about, okay, the Yankees traded for Clayton Andrews, and uh, Cashman has come out there to say, we're not pencils down until July 30th, like they're open to trade and they're open to add. Uh, people are still speculating over Blake Snell. Some are still calling up to suggest Trevor Bauer. What do you think about the Yankees adding another starter, especially since they lost out on Corbin Burns and he got traded to the Orioles? My sense on on the way they feel about the rotation is that they like what they have. They were happy with pivoting from maybe a race that, that was never even possible for them to win in the Yamamoto sweepstakes and getting Stroman at a bargain and adding a guy who has really high upside. But of course, I mean, the Yankees know better than to be complacent, especially after what happened last year. And as much as it is a, a cliche from Cashman that, that pencils aren't down yet, I think that they are going to try to be opportunistic. Now, is is Blake Snell going to take a heavy discount after his second Cy Young season when he's on the other side of 30 and Scott Boris is his agent? I don't necessarily see that happening. And and Jordan Montgomery had a great uh, walk year as well heading into free agency. So the real question here is, is you know, you have your, your five-man starting staff, and I don't think that you're going to find in all of baseball a rotation that has a higher ceiling as well as a lower floor because I can see – you know, there are four all-stars in there, and Clark Schmidt is highly touted, took a, a big step forward last year. If everybody does well on paper, that's a pretty solid group, right? But it's hard to expect that each of them, if not multiple of them, uh, are, are 
it's hard to expect that that entire group is going to stay healthy, right? And and maybe multiple of them miss time. That's certainly been the case with Rodon and Cortez going back to last year. So when Luke Weaver is your your number six, and and after that, it's a lot of unproven uh, young guys that as much as they are very talented and the organization is high on them, uh, we as reporters and, and, and fans out there, it's hard to, it's hard to bet on that uh, coming to fruition and being able to, to pitch well if somebody does go down. So are they going to sign one of those big names? I don't know. I, I guess I doubt it at this point, but I'm very curious to see what happens with those, those aces that are still out there, right? Because this is it's getting to that point where they're going to want to pick a team and start to get ready for opening day. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it happens, but there is a school of thought that with Chris Young, the GM of the Rangers, coming out saying that we're done, we're not adding any more um, free agents to the Texas Rangers, Jordan Montgomery might find himself in a situation where he needs a team. And there is a school of thought as well that pitchers and catchers report and guys start their workouts and start ramping up. And if you're a starter in Major League Baseball, you don't want any setbacks. I mean, you can work out on your own with your pitching coach or, you know, you can have somebody stand in and take uh, BP against you. But you, you really need to get into a spring training training camp and get into some games and, and have some live BP. And I don't know. I think that, you know, these guys are going to want to sign sooner rather than later. Um, the Boris Five, you know, those two guys are with Scott Boris. Um, again, we're talking to Max Goodman from NJ.com, NJ Advanced Media, covering the New York Yankees. Uh, two quick things before we let you go. I'm a jersey guy. I have a closet full of jerseys. I care about baseball jerseys and how they look. And I've seen them go from Majestic to Nike to now Fanatics. Have you gotten to see these new Fanatics jerseys and the rounded last names on the back? Yankees don't have to worry about that. But have you seen the way that these new jerseys look? Rob Manfred came out today to say they're, they're performance wear. I'll tell you what, I had a feeling you might ask me about this. I was walking home today in the city and past the uh, MLB headquarters right by Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And saw all of those jerseys in the windows. Wait, they're on and sale was, in, in the MLB store over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and they look just like fake. They look was, cheap. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, everybody's talking about it on social media. I don't particularly like the, the changes that they made, how the – the MLB logo is much lower and the, the font is smaller. Yeah. I haven't, you know, touched one of them yet, but I know the stitching is an issue as well. I mean, look, I always thought that baseball had had great jerseys across the league. I know there are some, you know, odd and, and maybe even grotesque designs that are out there. But, I mean, it's, it's classic here in New York with the pinstripes and across the league. There are so many great jerseys. I think it's a shame to, to change things up too much. But, hey, if they are performance-based, then it's going to help these guys play better. I mean, like 100 years ago, they were playing in wool, right? And it was, you know, impacting their mm -hmm. ability to perform. So I guess it's a first-world problem in that sense. But to hear the players going out there and complaining and being very critical about it, because I know there have been some articles that have been circulating in the last couple of days, and that says a lot, right? I mean, for them to be that, that candid about it, and you see the pictures, and they just they don't look as good, right? Yeah, no, they don't look as good, and I might have to go over to the store tomorrow and, and get a feel for them. I, I was at the All-Star game, and I got a feel for the All-Star jerseys, which Manfred compared them to, and they're flimsy, like not for nothing. You know, I played in the uh, Carton and Roberts, Tiki and Tierney softball game, and our jerseys were stronger than those jerseys. Like, I don't know. They say it's performance wear, but they're so light, and I, I don't know where they're going with it. I think I blame Fanatics because they have a history of sending people fake and cheap merchandise okay last thing with the jerseys 
the City Connect uniforms, right? As you mentioned, the odd designs and weird designs. Like, some of the City Connect jerseys are a complete miss. But this year, the Dodgers are making their second City Connect uni, and they have an iconic uniform. And now we're down to two teams where the Oakland A's, I understand. The Oakland A's are leaving Oakland. They're leaving their fan base. I understand them not making a City Connect uniform because their city is divided. They're not connected at all. And the Yankees are the other team. And I obviously know the Yankees are holding out because of their prestige and their history and the pinstripes and the road grays. And they probably just like, no, we don't want to do this. And they're pushing back on it. But I think it would be cool for the fans. I think now is the time to get an alternate jersey. What do you think about the Yankees passing now the last three years on making a City Connect uniform? Right. I saw that announcement a couple of days ago. I wasn't too, too surprised, I guess, because I do agree with you. It is a, a tradition thing. It's not messing with something that's that's been that way for, for a very long time, and it has a, a reputation of, of championships and success. But it would be pretty cool to, to see one. I mean, I guess the the Mets are doing it. Yeah, but the downside is it ends up being a, a not-so-great uniform, right? And it totally just, I'm not going to say taints the, the tradition, but you know what I mean. I mean, there was the, the Players Weekend stuff a couple years back, so, so it's the not like they've jerseys. never not yep, worn. They, I was in yeah. L.A. for that series, and it came out there in all black, and actually it looked good, and they won. Yeah, so, so I think there's room for one, and I'm sure that there will be some sort of new fun alternate in the, the next little league years. classic they did the little league classic with the you know nicknames on the back and they had the gray and blue little league style jerseys they changed up then but you know what it was max they were in dodger stadium and they were out in williamsport or something they will not do the city connect uniforms which would take the pinstripes off in yankee stadium right yeah i mean it would be it would be odd to see uh the yankees not wearing pinstripes in yankee stadium but hey i mean Ahmed Rosario has hit a walk-off home run against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, so all bets are off. Right? We don't, we don't, we don't. Well, come on, Max. We don't do yeah. that. We don't, we don't. That didn't count. That like we don't even mention that, bro. That was fake. That was fake life, man. It was a warped year. It was a fake season. <laughs> it feels like an eternity ago. That's that's what I'll say. Yeah. Um. What was it gonna say? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know the Yankees aren't gonna do it because it falls in line with the. Uh, you know, the the facial hair pro- policy and in line with the Yankees being above everybody else. So I know they're not going to they're not going to change it. I mean, look, the, the bottom line is if they go out there and the Yankees win a World Series this year, no one's going to be talking about the uniforms. Right. So they have their other priorities. And and that's the way they should be looking at it, because it's it's been a long time since this team has won a championship. And when you go into each season with that as your expectation and, and the anticipation from fans, I mean, I know that pressure is a privilege, and that's what you you made the comment earlier about it bringing out diamonds and all that. But this team is under a lot of pressure, right? To close, I mean, they've made a lot of improvements, but uh, there's a high ceiling and a low floor. So I'm I'm very intrigued about this roster. I think that it has uh, the ability to go deep into October. But guys got to stay healthy. Guys got to bounce back that were declining last year, and uh, it's it's going to take that whole group to uh, succeed, not just not just Soto and uh, and Judge and Cole. Yeah, might not end in a World Series, but we're definitely going to win more games and have a good year. And hopefully when October comes, the team is healthy and the team gets hot. Max, I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for joining my show. I'll see you soon. Of course. Have a good weekend, and uh, I'll see you on the court at some time. Yeah, no, seriously, invite me to that game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you again soon. Later, bro. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.